So we are continuing with in Paragvov with Zrizus. We finished the paragraph uh, describing all the different necess- things that are necessary for success in Zrizus. And now we're going into Vitira. And you can see this with your own eyes. If you, if you take a look, you'll see. Kiteva Ha'adam Kaved Ma'od. So the Teva Ha'adam is Kaved Ma'od. It's very, very heavy. We said last time that we have three words coming up. We want to explain all three of them. Kiafrius, Hachumrius, Gas. So the physical body that we have is described as three things. Afrius, Humrius, Gas. Now the Humrius is the physicality. Is the physicality. But the physicality that we have is described as being Afrius and Gas. Okay? So last time we spoke about that the Afrius has to do with the Yusodos. Uh, Paul, did you... Did you Okay, so I'll just try to quickly say it over, yeah? Or, or maybe, uh, Yosef or Ben, do you want to quickly speak out why is our physicality described here as being Afrius from Afar, um, a language of, of uh, Earth, Earthly? We are made from it, that's true, but so what? That's how, that's the nature of, of, of uh, dust, and that's the nature of us then? Of earthiness is to be what? Just doing nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. The earth is the most passive of all the elements. There's four elements of the, that earth exist in our world. Not hard. Earth, water, <laughs> air, and fire. You missed out air. I said earth, fire, wind. Well, air. You didn't say wind or air. Uh, I don't know. You, maybe you missed the accent. Sorry. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. So those, so those are the four. Um, we spoke about this last time. And uh, so from the four of them, water moves. Right? Water flows. Water has currents. Water has tides. Water has lots of movement. Um, air moves a lot more, right? Wind, um, even hurricanes, right? Tornadoes. Very, very much moves. And then there's fire. Fire moves constantly. Fire is always in a state of moving. Right? It's always trying to fly up, fly off. It's always doing something. It's never standing still. So, we spoke about each one of the four Yusodos has a different personality, has a different characteristic, and really we're made of all four. Okay? But uh, everything in the world is made of all four. But the body specifically, the physical body that, w- that we that we are that our soul is put into is predominantly offer. 
Okay. Now that's going to be important here because we're we're coming to talk about that which opposes Zrizus. Zrizus to run. Zrizus uh, to be quick to 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 be in motion is. Uh, the opposite of offer. Offer just sits. It just wants to be stationary, right? It's uh, it's at rest, right? Um, it's heavy. That's offers. As opposed to, let's say, in the previous program, we've been dealing with Zahirus, Zahirus, uh, you know, being careful from to not do a virus, right? So a lot of what we're working on was struggling with two other Yusodos that we have, which is Maim and and Ruach. Right? Water and wind. Which is wind or air. Um, water it represents Taiva. Right? So the offer again offer is just was just oh I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered to go out to a you know, I mean, even amongst the eight Saharas, there's a certain level of struggle, right? There's, there's on the one hand, a person sitting at home. On the one hand, he wants to go out to I don't know a dance club and be engaged in all sorts of activities that are going to be self-destructive, right? But on the other hand, he's lazy and he's just thinking maybe, maybe I'll just crash home or just watch some TV, right? So, so even amongst the eight Saharas, there's different pulls. Um, there's, there's different pulls uh, going different directions. So the water, water is the source for kaiva. Um, avir, uh, air or wind, is the source for schok. Schok, which we discussed extensively towards the end of of the heroes, right? Um, laughter, lightheartedness joking, all those types of things, that comes from the Yusod of Avir. Um, you know, you, you know, shooting the breeze, right? The expression goes, shooting the breeze. And then, so now, in uh, the, 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 the Yusod that opposes uh, Zrizus is Afrius, is earthiness, heaviness. Right, and uh, so, so that's that's why it's emphasized over here. You didn't discuss that back there because, to a certain extent, uh, laziness can even help a person sometimes to save him from tivus um, or from from late sunus. Right, all these things that a person might be drawn to, um, but he will he will uh, be saved from them. Because of his laziness. So I have a question. So I, I understand that uh, we're we're mostly of Afar. That's from it's our goof, right? So, but the inside of our goof is made mostly of water, though, because that's because that's you know that's what so I and I I don't want to like you know be over over on the czar, but in from science, we're made of eighty-five percent of water is our body. So. We're I don't understand. What is it? Did you not come in here and want to take your mask off and declare to me that anyone doubts the Kalkhasidim doesn't have to wear masks? And now you're quoting to me science? 
I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, no, first of all, if I, if I quoted that science, I'd also be correct on that too, by the way. What? Um, no, but I'm saying, but the point of the world. No, I, don't, no I, I didn't mean that, but I meant that, uh, that you're living in such transcendent, no, just, transcendent <laughs> levels. I said I didn't want to be over on a Bodhisattva. I'm just teasing. You know, you're asking a great question. So, right, so Paul's asking. I mean, we're, we're pointing out that the body is being described as Afrius, as made from the from the element of earth and indeed our eyes confirm that right because a very easy test right if, if people are not very knowledgeable what is made out of earth versus water versus air etc right very easy you take your finger and you push onto the ground you can encounter solid very solid right if you push it into something water like you know what's going to happen it's, it's going to move out of the way, right? It's going to be. It's going to move because it moves. Water moves, right? If you push it into air, you're not really even going to feel anything. And you push it into fire, it's going to burn, right? So, so you're saying, I don't get it. You know, my experientially, the body is made of of offer, of of earth, of of solid matter, right? Solid, heavy, right? But you're saying, but these. But these, uh, you know, these scientists that um, Robert was just recently in the Museum of Science and Industry. He said he saw they have this giant poster, like twenty feet tall. It says, "Believe in science," <laughs> and then like everyone has to bow, bow down. Like at that point, like there's like a space where you put your knees and your hands and you prostrate and then you walk into the museum um, and then but, but, but that but that exhibit was closed due to, to, to coronavirus science lost anyway um, yeah so so but but obviously the answer to your question is that um, that what happens is the reality is multifaceted, right? There's reality on the perceived level as we see it right in front of us, which is that the body is physical, right? But then what you're saying is, but if you look deeper inside, you can find that to a certain extent, a lot of what, you know, in the inside of everything, there's there's a lot of water, which is time, right? So that the, the body is, uh, you know, we're, we're very much... Um, willing layered, to say layered. we're very much layered. Right? Right. So but on the most basic level, we're physical. Uh, when you look on a deeper level, there's water, which which is uh, which which is taiva, and then then when you you know look deeper still, you're going to find that there's that there's energy and there's you know you're, you're going to find all four elements, right? But um, so over here we're focusing on the Afrius because that's what makes us so heavy natured. That's what makes us so lazy. Okay? That's the, the Afrius Hachumrius. He has in the word gas, which we spoke about last time. Gas. We just spoke about a behema gasa. Gas means coarse or gross as opposed to fine or small, microscopic. Or gr- gross, not gross like disgusting, but gross means 
like gross anatomy means large, um, uh, corpus, right? Um, and so we spoke about the difference between the behemoth daka and the behemoth gasa, that if you see, we spoke about the fly, right, this tiny little fly, how fast they are, how effortless they, you know, they almost, some of the birds and some of these, you know, flies, they, it looks like they fly around just to fly around. Like it's, it doesn't really take them any effort to do so, right? Whereas for a big heavy animal, like you can tell he's like thinking 10 times like, should I walk, you know, get up and walk over to over there or like, it's not worth it. You know, like, and, you know, there's a, there's a tremendous exertion, right, to just walk. You know, these little birds, they're just, they're just for fun. They're flying from one tree to another, just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, right? Because it's, there's so much more bizrizus, the more, the more dark, the more uh, fine and small something is, the more it's able to be bizrizus, um, as opposed to something gas being very, very heavy. That's experiential, we spoke about that. I thought it might be worthwhile to just mention, um, you know, the being the polar already opened up the Pandora's box and started quoting, quoting science over here. So we'll um, mention something interesting. You know, this concept of gas. It's, it's, uh, some people ask, you know, well, what do you mean gas? Why is gas more physical than that? I mean, a cow is just basically, you know, five or ten sheep kind of smooshed together. So... If the sheep are physical, then the cow is physical. And if the sheep are not very physical, so then the cow is not very physical. Why, when things get bigger, do they get more physical? When they get smaller, they seem to be less physical. So, the, so there's, there's a fascinating law. It's called Galileo's Square Cube Law. Galileo Galilei. Uh, Explained very simply that when when a body goes, if you have you you imagine imagine a you know I don't know a, a mouse right, and then you watch it how quickly it runs around and jumps and everything right. Some people say, "Wow, can you imagine that mouse would be a hundred times bigger?" Right, it would like be the most ferocious, fast, powerful creature we could imagine, right? I mean, it would, like, leap over buildings, and that's kind of what, what, um, no, 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 with the big monkey, the movie with the big monkey? King Kong, King Kong, right? That's, what was the movie based on? They just took, they took a, uh, a gorilla, and they said, what would it look like if it was a thousand times bigger? So he just gave it all the same characteristics of a gorilla, but just times and times bigger. So it climbs up to skyscrapers and swats helicopters out of the air, right? So they didn't learn Galileo's square cube law, okay? Because that it says like this. It says um, if you increase something, right? So the the circumference of things increases in a rate of square but the area inside of it but, but, but the volume inside of it increases uh, in the rate of cubed I mean raised to the third power let me just explain it very simply if you compare 
two squares. So I, I, have, a, I have a little square. I made that take that same square, but now I have a much bigger square. Right? Same ratios. So I have, I have a square that's one by one. Instead of one by one, I make it a hundred by a hundred. Okay? So the so you think, okay, well, everything's going to stay the same, right? I mean, you just went from one by one, now it's a hundred by a hundred. Same thing. Except that the, uh, for those that are that don't like math, I apologize. This will be over very sh- very shortly. Uh, you mean the area? You mean the area? So here we're going from here we're going to go from circumference to area. Galileo is talking about going from area to volume, but it's going to be the same thing. So a one by one square has an has a circumference of one. Let's give Paul. Uh, he's very tired. He's exercising. Let's give him another chance. Circumference. So one by one square. What is the circumference? Four. Four. I'm sorry. Perimeter is usually has to do with like military, you know, closing off uh, an area or like a, you know. I'm sorry. I thought Only for circles. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, let, let, let's let's leave it as a takeu for now, and we'll, okay. we'll, we'll 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 figure this out later. Okay. Um, okay. Four. Very good. And the area is. One, two, one. One. You multiply one by one is one. Right? Okay. Good. Now, what? So, so that means the art circumference was 4 and our area was 1 circumference was 4 times as large as area so let's, we'll put the circumference on top we'll put the area on the bottom right so we'll make a ratio so it's 4 to 1 4 to 1 ratio now let's do the same thing with 100 by 100 the circumference of the 100 100 100 by 100 square will be Paul 400 very good so we'll put 400 up top right and the area of this square which is 100 by 100 will be 10,000 10,000. So I put that on the bottom, right? So we went from the circumference being four times as large as the area to now it being um, one 250th. You see what happened? Because the circumference is increasing linearly and the area is increasing exponentially. So the same thing happens between between uh, when you compare area to volume. The same thing will happen. So this cup, if you took this cup, right? So the area of the opening of this cup is a certain size, and the volume is a certain size. If I take the same cup, keep all the dimensions, just blow it up a hundred times, right? The volume will increase way more than did the area, the surface area. Okay, so what happens is that for a little mouse to jump from a from a table down to the floor is not a problem. Its bones can handle that. But when you multiply the mouse a hundred times as big, right? So the cross section of the bones, which is where the strength of the bone is in the cross section, will increase by a squared ratio. But the weight of the mouse increases by a cubed ratio. And so now, whereas a mouse can jump 
you know, mouse or a grasshopper or whatever can jump 10, 20 times its height, yeah? a human can maybe jump half of his height, and an elephant can't jump at all. Because if an elephant were to jump, let's say, half of his height, when he would land, even if he had enough strength to launch himself, which he doesn't because his muscles are not strong enough, for the same reason, because muscles operate on a cross-sectional strength, right? But he's trying to lift a weight, which is increased by a cube. Right? So his muscles are way weaker than his weight. But even if he land, but if he did somehow jump up, when he would land, he would break all his bones. And that's why they have no idea how dinosaurs could have existed. Yeah. What? No, but they, they would have broken every bone in their body every, with every step they would have taken. Because their weight, correct. They were so large that Galileo, he didn't know about dinosaurs. So Galileo said, based on this rule, no creature can really be bigger than, you know, much bigger than an elephant, maybe a little bit more than an elephant. Anything bigger than that, it can't, it can't, it can't, it can't be. Just by walking or something? Just by walking. It would just break, break the first step. It wouldn't have the power in its muscles anyway to take a step, but even if it could take a step, it would break its bones when, when, when it would land. Okay, and uh, so next time somebody starts telling you how brilliant the scientists are and how there used to be dinosaurs and Tor doesn't know anything, tell them that, by the way, scientists can't figure out how dinosaurs could have been, which is why you have to come to Rabbi Shulman's Hanukkah Shir on understanding these things. Uh, okay, anyway, so but, but the point is, so the bigger something gets, it gets much more physical because the tsura, the form, the function that it has is much smaller compared to the sheer weight, to the sheer mass, to the, just the physicality that that tsura is trying to operate. So again, if you imagine a grasshopper, it has the tsura, it has the function, has the form, and it has only a little bit of physicality that it's trying to wield. So it can jump and leap and run around, and, and it's very easy for it to do that. There's a lot more form compared to mass. As it gets bigger, it gets much heavier, much just, just lots of just fat of just meat and a lot less of the form and function that's what that's what we mean by gas so we as we're pretty big creatures we're Hashem made us pretty pretty large right if if uh, if we were you know the size of a cat right it would be very we just jump around run leap you know crawl under things it would be very but we're pretty big we're pretty heavy Right, so that's that's the that's the next thing over here. That, that's that's the gas. Right, so it's, it's it's a coarse physics. It's not just not only are we made from physicality, bechlal, from humrius. We're not spirit. We're not angels. And not only is it made out of the sword of offer, but we're also gas. It's it's actually like quite large. Where the ratio of physicality to form is pretty big. Right? I mean, like, most of us don't have a vertical. I mean, like, Paul, what's your vertical? 
now or when I was a teenager? When you were a teenager, when you were practicing, huh? I was able to talk about it. So I'd say I'm vertical about two and a half feet. And how tall are you? You couldn't even jump a third of your own of your very size? You're pathetic. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, I mean, that's very impressive. But I'm just saying that's... Uh, Right? No, that, 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 yeah, okay, fine. So that, that's what we're struggling with. You have to understand, that's what we're struggling with. Okay, Al Kane. People, a person doesn't want to work. You have to understand this. This is natural. It's normal. And unless you do something not normal, something super normal, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen by itself. They don't want to do it nowadays, what? People don't want to work nowadays too. What about? People don't want to work nowadays too. What do you mean nowadays? Of course. Uh, out riding, they're rather just riding instead of working. Nothing's changed. That's <laughs> Back in Rome, you know, you know, in Rome, they used to have what was called bread riots. Is the people would riot for bread? If they would riot, and, and and the Caesar would distribute bread for free, so they wouldn't riot. No, you. There's a lot more of them than there is. So you want to like get into a fight with your population? Like, he had the most one of the most armies. He did, but those armies were comprised of these of these people or their sons or whatever. And also, these are your workers and your you know your population. Right. So the point is, placate them number one with. With all, they would have feasts for like a month to like keep you just keep the wine flowing, right? Just keep them keep them drunk and happy. They would make games, these gladiator games. All these. There's nothing new. Ain't kol chadesh takas hashemish. You think the Americans are so original in this? Is Adam Harishon lazy? Was Adam Harishon lazy? Um, you saying kol demachet before the before the sin? Um, certainly, certainly. Uh, again, everything is made out of the four elements. But compared to us, certainly not. I mean, he was definitely much more spiritual than we are. There was a, everything became much more physicalized after. But uh, on his level, there, there was there was a challenge of that. Saying like that's his nature. That's human nature. There, he did have a body. But his body was not nearly as physical as ours. It, oh, it, I see what you're saying. Right? So he also had a challenge on a different level, right? His level, his challenge was somewhere way up there. Okay, so like we said last time, the Toreach is emotional exertion, whereas Malacha is physical exertion. Okay, and so people want to avoid both of those, and it's very natural. It's important to understand it's natural, because he's going to tell us right now that we're looking to make a revolution. Umisha Rotsa Lizkos. You want to merit? You want to have the merit? It's a merit. It's not something that everybody is going to do. You have to merit to do that, to serve Hashem. You have to overcome your very nature. I mean, this is, this is like literally making a, a, a piece of metal fly. How can you make a piece of metal fly? Then... Yeah. You need a lot of strength, right? A lot of strength. You put a lot of strength to it, you then it can fly, right? But it but it requires a lot of strength, right? Especially the takeoff. Somewhat defined 
Human, human. Again, there's 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 a conflict. There is in that laws of nature, but one of your natures is is Afris. You have another nature of Taiva, right? Um, and, and so when a person wants really wants something bad enough, then he will get up, overcoming his laziness, and go and get the Taiva, right? But, uh, but 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 in, but when there is no taiva, so you're looking to number one overcome what you're made out of, right? And I think here is going to be a very interesting point. Listen to this point. She had to be she is gaber negativo atzmo to overcome his very nature, and overcome and be bezrizus. And I was very bothered by this. What was I bothered by somebody? I'll read it again. Tarek, person needs she is gaber negativo asmo. He overcome his 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 nature. Vyis gaber vyis dares and overcome and be quick, be bezrizus. Easy, right off he walks in. He doesn't skip a beat. It's because he he I, th- I think it's because he attends the the, the Mishle with the with the, with the beer grosh here on uh, on Shabbos. Right, is he? Also, the, the grammar is a little bit weird, right? Why would you say? Why would you? I think easy. That's what you meant, right? Same thing twice. Same thing twice. And then strengthen yourself to be so. Uh, uh, you, even if you overcome your nature, you're still not going to be That's an extra. Oh, so not only does Easy point out what the cash is, but he's providing an answer also. Yeah, you hear you hear what he's saying. He's saying there's two steps of of overcoming. Number one is to overcome to 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 simply do the thing, right? The guy yeah, the, the, again. The alarm clock goes off. Yosef, tell tell these guys how it works, right? The alarm clock goes off at. 5.20? What, what time is the alarm? 5.15. Alarm clock goes off at 5.15. Immediately a voice is heard in the head saying, Nah. Yes. You have a voice in your head saying, Get up? I'm sorry? Yes, I have a voice. Get up. That's the first voice you hear or the second voice? Okay, unbelievable. I don't do it. Just give me a Okay, so... Um, most people, the first voice says, oh, it's too early. I'm not getting up. I'm going to call sick today. I'm going to, uh, I'll snooze it. Uh, I'll make it up for lunch, over lunch. So, some, something like that, right? That's the first. So, no, I'm going to get up. Okay, so you, so, you, so you start getting up. And he starts crawling and like, you're just kind of propping this way, that way, right? That's, by the time he, maybe he'll make it out, maybe he won't. It'll be 6.15 by the time he finds his down to learn, right? That's one level. There's another level, is you hear that way. Not only am I going to get up, but I'm going to sit up, I'm going to wash my hands, I'm going I'm to be out of the house in two minutes flat. Right? What? It cannot be done? 
Um, okay. Yeah, no, my, 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 when my father was in the Soviet army, they had, you just said it cannot be done. They had one minute from the time that the sergeant would, would, would sound the alarm or whatever, they had one minute to be fully dressed, beds made, and outside standing at at uh, at attention. What? And brushing their teeth. They had no teeth left. Okay. <laughs> that he didn't tell me. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just telling you what. Wow. That's yeah. impressive. Really? One minute. Wow. Dressed, bed made, standing outside. And and uh, it's important to know because we're we're gonna be he's gonna be literally comparing us to needing to be like soldiers. That's a, that's a different situation. Very different situation. They, they have, the, the motivation that they have behind what they're doing is not a good motivation. Okay. I'm just I'm just challenging. Noah Siegel just said it cannot be done. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just saying that it can be done. Uh, uh, you're right. Their their motivation was fear, right? Um, yeah, that's a fear. But, but yeah. Okay. But the, I mean, I've read that the Russian Kopex. What, what was the like the, the Cossacks? Thank you. Yes. That after they retired, basically, that they became like beforehand when they're when they were in the at the prime of their careers. They're killing machines, basically. They could do whatever they wanted to do to anybody. Post-killing machine era, they became fat and lazy and basically did nothing. Really? Yes. I don't know. In my, in my experience, once a person has been habituated, trained to wake up, to wake up early, work hard, run a lot, etc., habit is a very powerful thing. Right, that's so. That's what I thought as well, based on sources that I read. That was not okay, yes. Yeah, so, so, so you know, I'm not sure. You know, maybe, maybe they got drunk. Maybe, maybe they were given free access to a lot of alcohol, and you know, they or, or you know, smoking opium, or, or you know, whatever the Cossacks uh, would do. Yeah, but but generally speaking, I mean, it's not. Uh, if any of you are going to be um, taken into the Cossack elite. Um, you know, horse units. Please speak to me you know, after. But, uh, but, uh, but the, the, it was the based on the motivation. That was the other. Okay. The, yeah, I, I guess so. True. But um, my understanding is that whatever is the motivation, there is a concept of training ones of training one uh, in it, oneself in Jesus, um, and. Um, that that does last. Uh, we can we can check in with Ben afterwards um, you know, about athletes. So once once you're out of the team, you're no longer um, competitions, etc. Is, is there still a uh, remaining from the, the things remain from 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 those years? So okay, all right. Anyway, let, let, uh, Whatever it may be, hopefully we're going to keep our motivation. So you know, but uh, um, I think it's okay to use external motivations to to um, inspire ourselves, even if it's kind of not you know the tzaddik running to serve Hashem. You know, even if you make other uh, incentives, whether it be a um, a reward that you give yourself, or a penalty that you give yourself, or 
you know, whatever it may be, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's once uh, the training does help. Yeah. It helps, I don't know if it's everything. Okay, so anyway, so the point is that, um, so seemingly he's talking about two levels over here, like Izzy said, yeah, that number one, you have to be misgaber to simply get up and, and, and start moving. And number two, you have to actually be bezrizus. That's, that's what I thought to say. The truth is, there is another way to, to read it. Could be saying, number one, what you have to be misgaber against, you have to overcome your nature, and then what are you being misgaber for? What are you, what are you overcoming to, to do? You're, you're, you're being misgaber to be bezrizus. So that's what I, I, was, I, I wasn't sure. Um, okay. So this is support for what Izzy is saying. Izzy Pshat. That if person will leave him in himself in the hand of heaviness, certainly he will not be successful in serving Hashem. Now, we don't need the Ramchal to tell us if the guy stays in his lazy boy, right, and dozes off, I don't need the Ramchal to tell me that he's not going to merit to serve Hashem, right, to, to, to do his mitzvahs. He didn't get up, right? He had a mitzvah to go do, he had a, a, a shear to come to, he had a, uh, he had to, you know, uh, come do help someone, and he didn't. So it's pretty straightforward that he's not going to get the mitzvah. So I think he means that even if you do drag yourself there, schlepping your feet, he says, that's not good enough. If it's not Buzrizus, like we said before, right? He said towards the beginning, that if a person is not Buzrizus, even if he's doing it, he's do, he, do, he says, he, he said towards before, that certainly, Vadai, right? To the end of the previous paragraph by me. I don't know they break it up by you. That if a person will, be in his, will not be nishazik to run after the mitzvahs and to hold on to them, yishar nor vareik mehem bevade. Certainly he will be left empty. He's not talking about they're not doing it. He's talking about you'll try to do it, but you're not going to do it with Jesus. In the end, in the end, a person will be left without mitzvahs. So I, I, I think what he means is that even if you manage to get a couple of mitzvahs, you know, there's like a, there's a, there's a, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a snowball effect where ultimately a person will be, will be, will be, will be so lazy. I mean, that's, if, you, if you're not, if you're not running, then you're getting glued more and more down to the chair. Right? People get older, they get heavier, they get fatter, and it just becomes more and more difficult. And remember, we spoke about before. We're, he's going to talk about it explicitly that there's going to be, and like the like the the Gons says in Mishli, is a person who displays a lack of Jesus from doing a mitzvah. So then, there's going to be extra obstacles thrown up, and and potentially being deprived of that schus altogether. It's like how many times, I've, uh, you know, I, I, if I if I ask my older daughter, I say to her, you know, I'm giving you a mitzvah to go get something for you know, for your mother, you know, run upstairs and get something. And if I see her tearing and delaying, I'll give her another warning, and then and then if she doesn't do it again, I said, okay, that's it, I'm, I'm canceling the mitzvah, just lost the mitzvah. And I'll give it to one of my other daughters. Right? So it means, so Hashem is the same way. He says, so I gave you, are you still here? No, forget it. Forget it, I'll give it to somebody else. Again, cur- currently we're, um, 
personifying uh, when you attribute human characteristics to to uh, uh, currently we're, we're talking about Hashem as, as a person you know, oh well if that's the case then I, uh, we'll, we'll explain the lumbus behind it but certainly we can all hear the Midic and Neged Nida if you're not busy you're not showing that you're interested you, you don't want to serve Hashem so fine he doesn't need you either right it's not like Hashem is lacking in, in, in service right he's got plenty of fiery angels who will speed to do his, his bidding right so it's a schus that we have it's a schus that we have to serve Hashem right the king gives you gives you opportunity to serve him you don't jump to it forget it right so he's saying so, so that would be a support for what Izzy is saying that we're talking about that number one a person has to raise himself up to start doing the mitzvah but that's not enough is to then go and do it with Jesus, right? Because otherwise, it's, it's, it's not going to work out. You're not going to get the mitzvah in the end of the day. And people don't even know how many mitzvahs they're losing. Because because mitzvah grows mitzvah. One mitzvah brings another mitzvah. So if you're going to display Jesus towards one mitzvah, you, you got one guy, he's like, I don't know, like, which what mitzvahs are there already? You know, like, I mean, okay, film uh, in the morning, I, you know, I, I do that one, right? And, you know, I got sukkahs coming up, I mean, arbaminim, uh, you know, like, there's not, not that many, another guy's like, man, I'm like, doing ten mitzvahs a day, right? So what, what's the difference? The answer is, mitzvahs, mitzvahs, you run after mitzvahs, you get, you're presented with more and more opportunities to do more mitzvahs, right? You don't run after mitzvahs, so then on the contrary, it's, 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 it's taken away, so, so, you, so you, don't, you don't even get those opportunities, right? So by the end, the person is left with no missus because he he's, he deprived himself of all of them. Okay. Who um, uh, now? Okay, we have ten minutes. This is, I really want to get to this point. So now, as always, um, t- comes the time for supports. This has all been vitira. You, you see, you can see with your own eyes, right? Now he's he's bringing a support from. Chazal and from Psukim Vuhu, Masha Amar Hatana, quoting a mission in Perkiavos, Heavy Oz Kenemer, Vakal Kenesher, Veratz Ketzvi, Vigibur Kaari, Lasasrat Sanavicha Shabishamayim. A person should be brazen like a leopard, light like an eagle, run like a gazelle, and strong like a lion to do the will of his father in heaven every word here is crucial for understanding Jesus number one Maral explains beautifully how here we have the entire progression of what it takes to do a mitzvah with Jesus right step number one is it takes brazenness Right, brazenness takes place in the mind. Right, it's a mental attitude. Right, you talk talk to any any athlete. Right, before you step into that ring, before you come out into that court, before you, you know, go out into that field. Right, you need to determine in your mind that you're going to do this. Right, that you. You, you know, you can visualize it even or whatever it is, right? But like, 
the, it has to be a 100% resolve you're going to do this and you're going to, you're going to, you're going to manage to, do, to, to win. Right? If you don't have that, the thing doesn't get off the ground. Right? And that's the step that many people just fail right there at the first step. Right? They don't begin, I mean, the, the, the task is daunting. The task is challenging. Oh, I can't. I won't be able to. That's it. The moment that the person has that attitude, you know, theoretically, they're pressured into it or whatever it is, it's not going to go. Right? Why brazen like a leopard? So a leopard is an unbelievable... First of all, leopards are brazen. I mean, they literally acknowledge no boundaries. They, I mean, happens to be they're built in a way to overcome boundaries. I mean, it's not brazen like a lion, right? Because, for example, leopards are great climbers. I mean, they, they can run, right? They can run, they can climb. They can climb trees, they can climb stone walls, right? They, they can swim. They're, they, they can, you know, they're like... They're like Navy SEALs, you know. What's the difference between, between SEALs and, uh, you know, and like the, you know, the Army, right? Army, they have the, the you know, their cannons, you know, their howitzers, and their, you know, the Army is very, very strong, right? But but the, the SEALs are, you know, or the special news, whatever it is, they'll go anywhere. They'll, they'll go right into Saddam Hussein's palace and, like, you know, drag him out of bed, you know, in his pajamas, right? So that's the... What? <laughs> so that's 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 you know that's a leopard, right? A leopard. There's stories about leopards like you know climbing into a walled city, breaking into a chicken coop, and literally just killing like 300 chickens. Now a leopard cannot eat 300 chickens, right? A leopard can't eat 10 chickens. Uh, maybe ten chickens yet. What? I'm like oh, sorry. Like no, not a wolf. Wolves, wolves would not do that. No, a wolf takes what he wants and that's it. He's gone. A wolf is a torrent. He he grabs and goes. Wolves are very scared. And kind of wolves, wolves are better than dogs. They're afraid. Now, if there's enough of them, they'll gang. You know, they they run around and they gang up and then finally this one bites and then that one bites and then they all jump. But it's a very they're, they're very they're very kind of cautious and. Uh, and they only take what they need, and, and, and then they run away to the forest, right? A leopard, leopard, he went and he killed 300 chickens. What do you need to kill 300 chickens for? It's just because I can, that's why. Right? It's just a chutzpah, right? The azus of a leopard is just brazenness, is just, he, he, he refuses to acknowledge any limitations of himself. Right? And that's the step number one, is when a mitzvah presents itself, Oh, but but what do you mean? Where am I supposed to get the funds? Where am I supposed to get the time? Where am I supposed to get the energy? I'm spread so thin, whatever it may be, right? Boom! Right? Uh, I'll do it, I'll think about it later. Nasev Anishma. Right? That's, that's step number one. That's, that's a leopard. Now, once... So that, that's, that's in the mind, Right? Then, person determines in his mind, but he's still glued to the seat. And I'm doing it. Let's go. Still glued to the seat. 
Uh, why? Because of the afterness, the heavy physicality, just the heaviness, right? Can't get himself up off the seat. What's the opposite of that? The opposite of that, Kal Kanesh, light like an eagle. An eagle flies, it go, it's in the air. It actually flies in the air. If you contemplate, if you sit and watch a bird for a little while, it's a, it looks like a physical creature, but it's flying in the air. It's up in the air. And we're glued to the ground. I mean, you know, Paul is telling us he had a two and a half foot vertical, which is very, very impressive, you know. Uh, but, uh, but then he would very quickly just plop back down to the ground, right? So a bird is light. It's very, I mean, we know that their bones are hollow. But part of how birds fly is their, bird, their, their bones are hollow. And most of their volume is feathers, which is also basically air, right? Meaning, instead of having skin like we do, they have feathers, which is mostly air. So birds are light, they, they, they're mostly made up of air, right? So, so they're light, so, so the point is, is that initial launch, that initial getting up, boom, you know, vertical takeoff. Right? So once you have the mental determination, then there has to be a lightness, a lightness on the feet. Then the next one is Ratzkitsvi. This is fascinating. This is a fascinating one. Ratzkitsvi. Unlike all the other ones, right, we've been describing that you should be brazen, you should be light. And now, those are all um, adjectives. Those are all descriptions of... Rats seems to be... Running is an action. Running is a verb. Light is not a verb. Brazen is not a verb. Right? I'm sorry? Uh, wait, excuse me? Can rats mean swift? In, in what language? In Hebrew? That, that book was written for people who are not looking to learn. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That... What's a good... A translator has to know what his job is, right? If he, if he wrote, run, every person reading English would say, run, wait. Why? It should be an adjective, not a verb. Right? So if you're not going to explain it, so then just brush it under the carpet. You either have to explain... You can't, trans, you can't come out awkward. Right? Is this, awkward, this is an awkward Mishnah. Right? So either you're going to explain it, or you, or you just what? What's pshat? Every every realm of learning pshat, and pshat is where you you look at Rashi half of the time when he's saying pshat. Now he's saying druf. He's saying pshat, right? Is Rashi says this word? No, it doesn't mean. It means that. Ibn Ezra all the time, right? Every time word. What? What? No, no, no. It, it means this other word. That's what pshat does. Pshat pushes things a little bit, squeezes it this way, pushes it that way, and then, ah, we manage to get through. It's okay. We can keep on going, right? What does Drush do? Drush says, um, excuse me, sorry, can we back up over here? Um, 
that word was not coincidental, that was not an accident. That word was selected either in Chumash or by Hashem, in the, uh, here would be by Chazal, which is, that's, that's not an accidental word, right? I, I demand to know what that word means. That's Jewish. Right? So every translation is in Pshat. That's what a Targum is. A Targum, Targum's job is to give you the Pshat. Right? We're asking beyond Pshat. We're asking in Jewish. We're saying, why does it say a verb to run? As opposed to swift, to be, to be fast. Right? She said, Mahi, fast. Like it's three. Yeah. So, Revolba has a beautiful Yisod. Says that Zrizus, people misunderstand, that Zrizus requires actual physical speed in, in the execution. Now, it can. If the if the action allows for it and calls for it, but it could potentially not. For example, I tell you, Noah, I want you to write a safer Torah. Start right now, right, and write it bezrizus, right. I do not mean that you should scribble, right. That is not uh, safer Torah should be written beautiful with every letter written correctly. Yeah. Like our Savior Torah. Right? Wait, so how am I supposed to do with Jesus? Answer says, Revolbi, that when you're doing the action, do it without hefsek. Do, do the action without interruptions. Okay? Continuous action. That's what Jesus is. Jesus continuous action. Now, if potentially you need to get somewhere and you could walk quickly or whatever it is, great, and then that, that's also you know, also a good thing to do, right? But it doesn't have to be, especially if, if that's not what the thing calls for, for example, writing, but continuous action. Now, uh, the way that a gazelle runs, right, the way that the gazelle runs, right, is, is it's leaping. It leaps. It barely touches the ground. When you walk, what you're doing is there, there's a certain level of pausing between the steps. Right? Or there can be. The person's walking slowly. There's a landing. Right? You land on the foot. You roll over. Then you go to the next one. Land on the heel. Roll along. Right. right. When you run, you're barely touching the ground. Right? There's especially a gazelle. Right, a gazelle is spending most of its time in flight. Right, it's an uninterrupted movement. But you can't write the whole Sefer Torah one shot. You're right. I, I mean, I, I I challenge Noah to a very difficult thing. I mean, you know, I don't know. Moshe Rabbeinu did, did it, by the way. Right, but uh, so who knows? Maybe 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 a miracle would happen. He could do it. But so. Let's say let's let's make it, let's let's say I gave let's say I told him to write a, a mezuzah, write a mezuzah bezrizus. It means you sit down, and from the moment that your pen touches the touches the paper, right, you writing ink paper ink paper ink paper ink paper until you finish the thing. 
And so too, this is the. the so I have another question. Why, why is it wrong? Why is it always used a deer? It's not a deer, it's a gazelle. Well, why, why a gazelle? Why not a rabbit? Because when it comes to running, rabbits are they actually run. Because rabbits are glued to the ground, and a gazelle is. There's even a thing about what, what, among. I, I wanted to really learn this up, but you haven't had a chance to yet. Um, the runners have there's, there's different types of runners, right? There's, you could you could run. There's a concept of, you could uh, gazelle running and and uh, what are the two for marathon runners? There's there's gazelle and there's something else, isn't there? Yeah, there's is uh, is different. Uh, it's like you know, amongst horses, you know, horses can run a trot and they can run a gallop, right? So uh, so gazelle, I think I think uh, does. Does the equivalent of a of, of a gallop? Right. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. So why say say in gallop? Why why run? Why why the run? I'm explaining that because we're we're not telling you that you should be fast. We're telling you that you should be continuous. There should be a continuous move. It should be a continuous action from the time that you start trying to provide this family with a meal until the time that you've managed to to do it, or from the time that you try to Help this person with a sukkah until the time that you finish, you do it uninterrupted. Why, what's the point? What's the, what's the advantage of continuing? What if you want to take a break? Like, what's the. Oh. Zerizus! That's what we're saying. That's, that's Zerizus. That's, that's the difference. Okay, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to pick this up. Okay, so Izzy, if you can, please try to remind me to revisit that point. We're going to have a of now. But um, beautiful. Okay, that's exactly what I'm going to talk about.